When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from a beautiful, sexy, sunny, Super Bowl Sunday studio city. This is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack, your host here for what will be a unhinged, unplanned, and unpredictable episode of the Knapsack Files. We are hosting a Super Bowl party here at the Knapsack Files studios. Well, actually, I'm going to change that to a gathering. I think a party is 20 or more people. This one will have less than that. It is more of a gathering of snack aficionados and Super Bowl fans. Now, I'm a big sports fan myself, but I'm not a big fan of the Super Bowl. That's what happens when your favorite football team, the Miami Dolphins, have not been allowed to play in the Super Bowl for 30 years. Actually, almost, I believe, to the year, the 84 season and the 85 Super Bowl with Marino uh, leading the charge. Uh, we got dismantled, destroyed by the 49ers. I don't believe the NFL was as fixed as it is now back then. That's right. I'm one of those crazy people. It's done on my part with a little bit of a wink and a tug, uh, tongue in, uh, in, in my cheek. Uh, do I really think the NFL is scripted out entirely? No, I don't. Can I, can I be convinced that the NFL has chosen teams that are um, put into positions of power for various different reasons, a lot of them related to new stadiums? Yes, I do. I absolutely believe that. A good friend of mine, Sean Phillips, lives out in Las Vegas. I did not believe this uh, this theory. But in August 2012, I was out in Vegas and I reconnected with Sean after some 20 years separation between us and our friendship in junior high. And we reconnected and we talked and he sat me down and said, hey, by the way, the NFL's fixed and laid out some reasons why. A lot of it related to money, luxury boxes, new stadiums, um, and Owners or teams that are embarrassments to the league are not allowed to win. Uh, a lot of things with refs uh, not not fixing the games entirely, and not the refs doing it, but there's some guidance on where to put certain calls or penalties and all that kind of stuff. And this was back in 2012, and I, I was like, ah, sure, that sounds funny, sounds interesting. And then all of a sudden, it kind of took off in my brain, and some stuff in the last couple NFL seasons have made me kind of think, hmm, maybe. Something's a little fishy, but regardless of that, I am uh, I'm a fan of sports, and I don't like the term sports ball being used too much around me. Uh, just make, if you're a friend of mine, do not use that term sports ball overly uh, overly around me in a derogatory manner. I, I will start to rip you apart because the same muscle that one uses to root for sports is also the same muscle that one uses to be a fan of Star Wars or comic books or cosplay or comic punk, comic conventions and all that kind of stuff. You are just simply uh, uh, being a nerd who is sticking yourself 
in a corner uh, because you're uncomfortable with things. That's my little soapbox. Um, though I do uh, also realize, though, that to me sports is not everything. It's something I like but not love anymore. When I was younger, I loved it. I loved baseball. I still love baseball. Baseball's in my heart, and I love football. I used to uh, drink it in and study everything about it, study, study the stats and stories and all that stuff of both uh, football and baseball. Now, not so much. It sounds like I'm being negative when I'm really going to have a good time here. Here's how this show is going to work. I'm recording this live to tape. Over the course of Super Bowl Sunday, I've got a lot of different guests coming to the house, some who have been on the Knapsack Files before, some maybe who have not, some people I don't even know. Every once in a while, I'm going to pull them in. I've set up my room here, uh, my uh, studio uh, east, so to speak. Uh, my room looks like a Fleetwood Mac recording session in 1974. I've got mic stands and mics everywhere, cords, headphones. We're going to uh, record a little um, uh, Don't Stop thinking about tomorrow here uh here in the Netflix file studio i don't know what's going to happen today by the time this airs the super bowl will have been over so we're going to try to i'm going to try to avoid it being a uh predictions and all that kind of stuff uh by the time this airs katie perry will have already performed at the halftime show so we'll try to um well, i'm sure we'll comment on that but um, try not to be a, this is not going to be a live tweet podcast. Uh, I'm just going to bring in some personalities, ask them some questions. Some stuff might, I don't think a lot of deep thoughts are going to come out of this show today. It's going to be fun. Uh, we got the chips, we got the dips, we got the salsa, we got the beer, we got the cupcakes. I, I brought strawberries, trying to be a little, uh, cut up some fresh strawberries, trying to be a little healthier. We got some, uh, potato salad, mac salad, all that good stuff. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, right there next to Thanksgiving is some of the best holiday food. So I'm going to stop this recording at this time because uh the next time i'm gonna open up the microphone which will be a mere seconds away for you in the listening audience uh, someone will be here and i will have no idea who we're gonna see how this plays out it's a special edition of the knapsack files the super bowl stay tuned all right we got our first guest of the knapsack Files super bowl party podcast we got scott and Sema tomaso uh, welcome to the Knapsack Files Studios. We are glad to be here. Thank you for Once having again. us. Once again. Yes. Once again. Yes. Returning, I think you were about episode 14 or 15. It was a while on. ago. And some of you were there live for I that would. one. Yeah, for a little bit. Big yes. change, though, <laughs> since you were on, Scott. You've <clears throat> since married this woman. <sighs> Why do we have to start off on the wrong foot? What is happening here? <laughs> exactly. What's wow. happening? Wow. What's happening? Yes, wow. a, lot, a lot has changed. Yes, we got married. Uh, how long ago was that, honey? I don't know. It was I a don't while count ago. You got you got to start putting that down on the calendar. Uh, but I don't I don't need either. You don't remember? Okay, no. The, oh, honestly, we've been together for 10 years. That's so right. it honestly doesn't matter. You got married now. for healthcare reasons, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly yeah. right. Now, of course, uh, <laughs> Scott was the uh, co-writer, co-director, co-producer of the web series I was on those guys. You can still check that out on YouTube and you get some other great stuff coming that we'll talk about one once we can. Yeah. Um but we're here for the Super Bowl now. Last year or a couple years ago Sema, you were at our house for the Super Bowl and I recall you <laughs> Oh, no. It's happening. Having, having to leave in a hurry from the living room because you started bawling at the horsey commercial. You mean Budweiser commercial? The Budweiser commercial. <laughs> well, because I didn't want Lou to take a photo of me. Uh, and I know that was going to happen. Lou Santini, our, our co-host for the event today. Is, uh, what's the... Now, at the time this will air, this will have been after the Super Bowl and after <laughs> Katy Perry, 
Katy Perry plays, of course. But uh, what's the over-under, Scott, on how soon she's crying into the Super Bowl commercials? Oh, goodness. <laughs> when does the Lost Puppy commercial show up? Because that's the that's really when it's going to Isn't happen. that the half-time? Did that's you prep her yeah. for that? Yeah, you know, I have to admit, we because we, now that they show them yeah. beforehand, so you can watch all the Super Which Bowl Which kind of sucks, actually. I don't know why they do that. I right. Mean, so I showed yeah. her the uh, the new Budweiser Lost Puppy commercial, and yeah. uh, it didn't take long. Yes. She, Tears were coming I'm down. guessing. I'm guessing... <laughs> Is should we make an over under before yeah. halftime or after oh, halftime? No, yeah, go no, for it. No. I'm gonna say before halftime. She will be. She will. She will have at least cried. This is another over. And I won't be. I won't be the only person crying. No, people. maybe Come maybe on. not. Commercial has that. Here's the thing, Sema. I mean, you you didn't just. It wasn't as though you like. <laughs> held, I lived the moment. Held back I was there. Sniffles. <laughs> We were all looking at the commercial, kind of joking, like like guys do, like, ah, well, that one was pretty sweet. You guys are trying so hard. And then we're like, oh, Sam, are you okay? And you were doubled over with your head in your hands, <laughs> and your shoulders were shaking. And we thought you were laughing. Stop exaggerating. And no. You got up and you had to sprint away. <laughs> yep. Yes, because Lou was sitting next to me and he was looking at my face saying, oh my gosh, she's crying. What makes you, what, what, what is about these commercials that makes you cry? With the animals. I love animals. It's the animals? It just yes. triggers. So let me, if it was like a baby <laughs> commercial? I would, depending on the baby. Depending on the baby? <laughs> if it was the, a baby riding a Clydesdale from Budweiser finding a lost puppy, how soon would you cry? Oh, my gosh. That's a good that's moment. That's the perfect I commercial I right there. No, that's good. You need to, you need to try it. To... Look, she's tearing up just thinking <laughs> about it. She put, she put the scenario in her head and she's no. crying. <laughs> Yes, I am doing Scott, that. you have found yourself a great yeah. partner for a, a healthy social life. You two enjoy going out. Eating Instagram and your breakfast food, Emma, having I a good not, beer not and yes, enjoying the Super Bowl. How does that feel to find a, a partner like that? It's great. You know, they always say, and I'm being, I'm gonna be serious. Yeah, on this absolutely. One, for that's sure. Like files we, uh, we get serious. Yeah, you know what it is? They say go go find your best friend. Yeah. And uh, thankfully and luckily, and uh, I was able to do that ten yeah. years ago. So, so you guys she are trying to cry, make me cry. <laughs> now, now imagine Scott saying that, Sam, on top of a Clydesdale, looking for a yeah. lost puppy, <laughs> holding a baby. Holding that a baby. would be the moment. That would be the yeah. moment. Yes, riding to a Twin Towers memorial. And that That's played, what you got. Imagine dragons. There you go. Yeah. Dragons. Cue them in. Dragons. Um, Sam, you're of course uh, not from America. You're from Detroit. So, thank um, you. <laughs> wow. Turkey, okay. actually, Turkey. Okay. Um, Growing up over there, what was did you guys? Uh, what was the Super Bowl like over there? We don't have Super Bowl. You do, I mean, I know you there's, did. I know you the, watch it? I know the Turkish no. football league no. didn't have a Super Bowl. I'm just. <laughs> we don't. We don't watch. I mean, the soccer. Were which, you aware of it though? Like, football, I guess. Um, yeah, you had to be. We aware knew of about it. the American football. Yes, of course. Okay. You know, big teams and everything. Cowboys, go Cowboys! Yeah. Um, but they didn't care as much. We right. just we just thought it was cool, but did they show it over there, or did no, you see highlights no. of it? Did they no. show highlights? I don't remember. Was, I don't, was I don't it don't like remember. on major tape delay, like uh, <laughs> hi- highlights from American football? They like, had to have shown suddenly it. turned you into an old samurai. Over <laughs> American football is very good. No, I don't remember. On I mean, they would mention it probably, but not like a big. News. So ah, she's a chick. They, she's a chick. She wasn't. She wasn't watching sports. How dare anyways. you? I grew up in football. Family, soccer, yeah. soccer, soccer for all yeah, the Americans. Not the real European way. football, yeah, not yeah. The real no, it's football. So when you come over, but Sam, when you come over to America and kind of settle in, you're going to live and you're going to work here, and suddenly all these Americans are basically creating their own holiday based around a sporting event. Did that seem weird to you at all? No, I loved it. You awesome. loved it. That's you dove, awesome. She I'm dove down right with... in. She's oh, like yeah. party time. Hell oh, yeah! Hell yeah! I don't care what oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. What was your first Super Bowl that you remember watching? Ooh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. 
You I don't just, remember. You actually. probably don't even remember. No, I don't remember. But you probably remember the first Super Bowl commercial you cried at. No. Mm-mm. No? It's just The one you- I cried was the Budweiser one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny that's the truth. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, though, because yeah. commercials, they used to be just funny. Yeah. Now they've kind of taken, like in the last few years, uh, two or three years, they've point. gotten really kind of like soft and they're really hammering home for the emotional. Well, I think since. They're going for your heart now. Yeah, since then, I'll be serious. Since 9 11 and that for the Super Bowl after with the Rams and Patriots and U2 at halftime, uh, this kind of became an American pride thing. You know, it's it's true. we're still going on, we're still strong. So Budweiser did the thing with the horses bowing to New York, which was, hey, yeah. got me teary eyed. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we poke fun at you, Sema. Well, we should. You, and we you, should. You yeah. sob uncontrollably <laughs> because that horse returned to his owner. That's what, that, was that the one that got her? That's the one that got her, yes. It was the, he raises the horse up. <laughs> See, look. <laughs> the connection. Do you guys get it? There's a connection. There. And the one where the dog keeps keeps leaving and going and running away, and they have to keep returning it to the owner or the the woman that lives next door because yeah. the dog wants to come back and see his buddy, the Clydesdale. Yeah, oh, yeah. that gets so her every sad. time. Someone get someone get some a tissue. I'm surprised no. you don't like Budweiser after all this. You know, no. what about no. the Bud Bowl? No. Did you cry at the Bud Bowls? Oh my God, they should make more of those. Shouldn't weren't they? those the best things? They Scott? are the best. They they still. I actually used to wait. Yeah. Every year I'm like, okay, I cannot wait to see the Bud Bowl yeah. commercials that they're going to come out with. I don't even know if you remember this. You remember this? It's like it was... stop motion, yeah. you know, bottles of Budweiser versus Bud Light. Late 80s it began, right? Yeah, it was something like, like 88, that. Like 88, 89 Super Bowl. It was something it like that. It carried on for a while. At one point Chris mm-hmm. Berman joined it, I think, and it kind of the quality started downgrading. But the first it... two or three Bud Bowls. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Yeah, you, well, got, a YouTube that. That. you got Okay. Well, you got a Bud, that. Budweiser versus Bud Light? It was Budweiser versus Bud Light, yeah. 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 <laughs> Someone might have started crying because you have those little uh, the the Bud Light and Budweiser uh, bottles with helmets on them. Oh yeah, you became invested in their personal stories. You did. Are they animals? No, no. no then you lost me close. right there. Yeah. They're close. <laughs> uh, well, it's so good to guys have you here at Super Bowl Party. We'll bring you back. I'm sure again, this is going to be a, a fun show. We're just kind of making it up here as we go here. The Napsack Files. Uh, I'm so glad to have uh, two great friends of my uh, here. And what snack did you bring? I, Beer. I... <laughs> Sold. That's it. All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back here. We got uh, we got some more guests. We got Andy and Sarah. Right? Mm-hmm. I just I'm just meeting you, Sarah. Um, welcome. This is uh, our introduction on a microphone. Are you okay with this? I'm fine with that. You're okay with that? Mm-hmm. I like your cat dress. Please explain it. Thank you. Well, I just feel that if you're gonna wear something, you might as well wear kittens on your chest. So my kitten, um, you can't see it because you're on the radio, but it's a kitten, and he's either yowling or meowing or uh, yawning in an adorable manner. How many cats do you own? I just own one cat. That's plenty. Stop there. It's an, it's enough. It's enough for us. But he is the light of my life, he and is? he's adorable. So yes. my theory that cats are assholes wouldn't bode well. He's with a total you. asshole. Okay, but you admit he's it. He's a yes. complete asshole. I was sick last week, like super sick with a he- really high fever, yeah. and um, he kept trying to steal my spot every time I went to the bathroom because he wanted to bask in the warmth of my fever. Yeah, he's an but asshole. But yet you you memorialize these things on clothes now. I know. Well, I can't help it. it you know what? It's one of those things you like ask her about her tattoos. Where like, yeah. The <laughs> oh, we'll turn this into a video podcast. Where, um, well, it's one of those things that like, you know, how girls always like the bad boy. Yeah. I just, I just dig him because he's a jerk. So the more that he wakes me up at six a.m., the more I love him. That. Oh my God, Sarah, you just—I've never thought about cats and women in that way. 
because women definitely enjoy cats more than most men. I do have my friend mm-hmm. Joe owns a cat named Lando, but that's a different podcast. Um, but you're because cats are you're admitting cats are assholes, and there's some kind of a basic attraction to bad boys. Oh my god, you just blew my mind. Well, I mean, there's also that, but also <laughs> cats. That is so true. Cats are like super fluffy and they cuddle a lot. So then there's that. So it's like you get the best of both. But that's worlds. what bad boys they do in the end of the day when they they go home at night. They're like they cut. They them fluff nice. themselves. Right. They right. lick their hands. They yeah. lick their paws. They lick, they lick their, their paws. Feet. Yes, all bad boys yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, definitely. And if, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, what, what is your cat's name? Figaro. 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 Yeah, we sing to him. Yeah. You actually sing. I do. You're a professional uh, singer, I, I just or started, you have the ability I sing to? opera. Yeah. Wow! Like you burst. You, you just that one little second did more can, better singing in my entire 38 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I try my best. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, do you have any stake in today's Super Bowl? Or are you just here for the food. I'm. I'm just here to hang out and watch commercials. I suppose. That's the American way. I don't. Now. I don't know that much about hockey, but. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure something exciting is going to happen. You've come to the right place. It is hockey, right? It's, it, it is, is the, It is the team with the most it's home Sunday, runs. Yes. It's hockey Sunday, yes. It's hockey it's Sunday. Sunday in uh, sunny in California. Yeah. Andy, you and I worked together on those guys, the web yes, series we that did. Scott and Chad Tomasa produced, and Scott and Sema were just in here. Um, but um, I, enough of that. I want to talk about what you brought to the dance today, this oh. homemade queso. Ooh. Yes, I brought this uh, this conglomeration of cheese and conglomeration sausage and tomatoes. There's sausage and, in there. Oh, Jimmy Dean, all the way. So, is Come it on. fair to even call it queso? Because that kind of, mar- in my mind, marginalizes it as a cheese well, spread. Well, you chips. see, okay. So here's the thing: queso, yeah, is Mexican, yeah, or Spanish for cheese. Say it the right way again: queso, queso. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Did actually, say what that I brought sexy was. Panache? Yeah. Chile con queso. Oh. Chile with queso. Exactly. The con. The, the con. con. The con. So. <laughs> Could you say it again slowly, uh, okay. whispered in my ears? Chile con queso. Oh, wow. Muy bien. And that's how good it tastes. It was. So Lou, our, our host of the party, is like, hey, try this queso. I got some store-bought medium yellow stuff Oh, yeah. I know. I saw that. He was he was about to break that out and <laughs> said, you were no, like, Lou, no. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I know you're trying to get rid of your leftovers. That's what Super Bowl parties are all about. But you yes, know what? Yes. We're going to go with some chili con queso. And let me tell you, it just knocked my so- – it didn't just knock my socks off. My pants are off, buddy. Yeah. That was some good. I but, I, I, you know, I'm something. here, though. I'm going to reveal the secret. <laughs> okay, reveal the it. reveals the secret, and yeah. there's Velveeta. Okay. What? That's a shameless plug. I know. You know what, Ken? You told me that you were going to be in – Sponsored by Velveeta, and I had to. to so that's what it is. Napsack Files is sponsored by Velveeta cheese. So you've got this beautiful, sexy chili con queso with Velveeta. Uh, yes, but it's it the way, it's all good. the way you say it. Sarah, did you just learn something? I just learned something that that uh, Super Bowl Sunday is really all about erotic queso dip. <laughs> It is the eroticism of the queso. Wow. That's uh, Velveeta, <laughs> sexy. You, yeah, you, you should be the sponsor, <laughs> or Velveeta should sponsor you, Andy, because you just turned it into unsexy cheese. Uh, soon, sexy cheese with Velveeta. Uh, now you're a sports fan, Andy, right? I love sports. You love sports. Yes, I'm a fan. You're a fan. I'm well, a fan. Are you like I'm me? Uh, the older you get, not I mean, we're still young spring chickens. The oh, older course, you get, yes. sports is something you like versus love more than other things in life, and you can take more enjoyment in it. Or are you one of those guys who's going to throw something today if your team loses? 
Well, since I'm at uh, someone else's house, I'm not going to throw anything because, you know, I, I don't carry liability like that around <laughs> when I go to someone else's house. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you. Yeah. The older we get, the more that you just enjoy the sport. You put you it know? in its place yeah. and its perspective. You when know. I was 20, 21 years old, I think the New York Yankees, my baseball team, were knocked out of the of the uh, Major League Baseball wild card by a last second hit by Edgar Martinez that scored Ken Griffey Jr. And I threw a cup through a window. I can believe that because yeah. that was your team, though. Yeah. So, like today, but though, I've learned, I, I have no. I've learned from. I have that. no skin in this game, though. I don't either. I have no skin in this. game. I have more skin in your velvita chili con queso. Uh, you know what? Not literally. And you but... can have it, velvita. <laughs> you have to fight me off of that. But yeah, my my, yeah. my point. Is, so I get to just kind of enjoy the company and, and the friends of Super Bowl here. Exactly. What's your exactly. team, though? My team is the Vikings. So Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, and I've been so disappointed. I feel like I feel like that's almost forty years. Boston. Yeah. Red Sox fans were, what is that? Six, seven years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. won a Super never Bowl. Won a Super Always Bowl. been to the dance. Yeah. But never gets asked. Vikings. When Vikings, we're talking about forty years that they haven't been to the years, Super Bowl. Yes. My, my Dolphins is thirty years exactly this season. The eighty-four uh, season, eighty-five Super Bowl, Marino. And poor Marino, that guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, it, the Boy. guy's got such a stellar career and no ring. And and people, you know, put that on him like this black mark, like he like Mark Rippon. God, God bless Mark Rippon and his skills. But Rippon winning two titles in the early nineties with the Redskins is yes. suddenly suddenly better than better, exactly, uh, Marino, right? who, who had an entire Hall of Fame career, or Brad Johnson with the Buccaneers. Not that I want to take anything away from those guys' wins, but yeah. Oh, take it all away. Take it all take away. Take it all away. So you, Strip it down. You, did you grow up in Minnesota? How'd you I never up grew up in Minnesota. I didn't I, grow up in Miami, so I understand So get it. this. I'm from Texas. Right. right. I grew up in San Antonio. Wait. Texas. Yeah. But I, I grew up, I grew up hating the Dallas Cowgirls. You did just mention uh, yes, that. Yes, I the, said cowgirls. Yes. Because that's what they are to me. They're the cowgirls. Yeehaw. I hate the cowgirls because my best friend was from Minnesota. Okay. And um, that's I, that's who I grew up. Okay. Like, was Minnesota. So how did you escape Texas alive? <laughs> Is that why you had to? Did you have to run? That's why I had to leave. They're chasing you with pitchforks yes. as you're running across the border. Pitchforks? We're talking shotguns. Shotguns. <laughs> Get him. He don't like the Cowboys. Exactly. There's so much pressure in sports towns to like pick a side. There is. I'm I'm from Chicago and right. like if you like Cubs or the Sox and that's like it North side, what, south side. What part of town you're in, you might yeah. get beat up. Yeah. Even if you are a girl. Did, what side in a bar. What side did you choose, sir? I didn't. I didn't. I used the hockey line every time. You just went I'm for like, the I don't, I don't know anything about uh, hockey. That's, that's my all line for baseball or <laughs> yeah. football. I can't pick a side. That's okay. But see, that brings an interesting point, though, that here we are in Los Angeles. Yeah. We all have our own teams. Mm-hmm. And this was an article that I was reading earlier about someone that's going to bring in a sports team into Los Angeles. The market, yeah. uh, into the market, NFL. But our Los Angeles Knights, are they going to really care what team it is because we all we've been without a team for what 20 25 years yeah 94 yeah so everyone already has their hometown teams because we're all transplants out here yep and so whatever team does come here they are really going to have to sell it sell it I yes. don't know. I think people jump on the bandwagon, like you yeah, know, cause for the first year maybe. If you're from yeah. here, because like I'm from Chicago, so if the Bears, I would pay more attention to the Bears than I would pay attention. Well, to how the long? Other have you, teams. How long have you been out for 
from for, Chicago? For like about eight years. Eight years. But I would still be loyal to the Bears. But if I was born in L.A., probably I'd be loyal to the L.A. team. But I guess my question is, so you've come out here, and I know you're maybe not a big sports fan, but mm-hmm. you, you could get wrapped up in like the Dodgers if they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, your friends, games. Yeah, you go to the sure, games, have fun. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. But I think There's also, Andy, you're that, right. Yeah. I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm not going to change. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we all come from somewhere LA else. LA traffics are now playing in. Uh, it would take a long time for whatever <laughs> team does end up here. Can we name it the LA Cigalerts? The Cigalerts, yes. There we go. Absolutely. How about the 405s? The LA 405s. <laughs> yes. Playing the downtowns. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. not going to change. I'll go. I'll definitely go see a game. I would definitely see a game. But yeah, not, I'm, I'm not going to buy a t shirt. Oh, yeah. you're, oh, you're I, gonna buy I'd a probably buy a t-shirt. I'd buy okay. a t-shirt. You what know. about yeah. like a headband, like a sports headband, or I would never buy a headband for a anything tie. ever. No. Printed tie, yeah, maybe a printed, printed tie. tie. I have like is. seventy ties. I can buy a printed tie. Mm. That'll work. That'll I think work. by the time a team uh, gets here to LA, I'll end up having to buy a seat cushion. Because I'll be so, <laughs> You'd be so fucking old. old. The way I'm going to need something to sit down That's on. the way it's going to be. Yes. All right. We're going to get back to eating the chili con queso and talking about cats and cats on dresses. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> Andy, thank you for joining me on this segment of the Knapsack Files Super Bowl Party. Velveeta. All right, next segment. I'm very excited about this segment. I've actually been. This is the reason I set up the microphones today. No disrespect to anyone else on the on the show before, <laughs> though uh, Andy did bring that chili con queso. Um, I am Ooh. here with the Beatrices, chili con Mike queso. and Melena Beatrice. It's so weird to say that now. I know. Uh, you know, now yeah. that I can, you know, are you okay with that? For it's I'm getting used to you it. You want me to hyphen anything? You want me to what? Just hand you another beard, you all right? Just hand me another beard. We, in fact, we're not Mike and Molina. We're Mike hyphen Molina. Mike hyphen. Yeah, that's where we stuck the hyphen. <laughs> Mike uh, Mike Molina. So Mike Beaches, of course, is uh, one of the contributors to the Schmoes No website. Uh, a little thing has uh, waylaid you. That little thing is a baby. Yes. Who uh, the baby's in the other room watching? Correct. The, watching the we football. gave the baby as quickly as we could when we got in. We handed the baby off and grabbed <laughs> beverages. And uh, I'm sure we'll get the baby back later. Mama's double fisted today. <laughs> Mama's got double duty. There's a there's a danger if I carry my daughter, I might spike her like uh, Gronkowski spikes a football. Now that's some point good transition because oh here we go. We we are we are almost. Uh, I'm recording this during the football game and uh, right before it right now. Kickoff is uh, John Legend just started singing. Uh, we'll release it later tonight. So there's no use doing predictions and all that kind of stuff other than we want to maybe predict what Katy Perry's going to wear. Sure. But I am actually as a Dolphin fan, this is tough. To to do uh i actually am talking to a patriots fan yeah absolutely and, and a converted patriots fan and a, how, yeah. she married into the patriots family with a that's a steve uh, steve grogan cap that she's got on there huh? yeah, maybe a little tony right. Eason. That's a little no tony no Eason. no tony Eason. tony Eason's not good in his house persona non grata <laughs> how does this feel to actually my team hasn't been the super bowl for 30 years oh my goodness oh uh, yeah do the math yeah how does this feel now this is what your 20th in the last 10 years yes yes and uh I, it's hard to believe that i was never named mvp in any of the boston sports honestly it's been a great run i love it yeah. we need a break you need a break i understand that as a yankee fan i understand yeah that. like i mean the clearly we're the most hated team and city in all of sports yeah, I, i'll back I, that up i really want to win this one to cap it off and then yeah. i'd like boston to go away for like five years yeah. seattle win next year go on your run have a great time you get the mantle you get the target i'm good taking a little time off i know what you mean because as a yankee fan in 96 when they won the first time in a long time balled my eyes out of course i was younger and cared about sports a little bit more than i do now but um balled my eyes out 98 was great 99 2000 2001, it was like, I'll start watching in October. Uh-huh. 2002, it was like, I'll turn a game on. If the Yankees don't get to the ALCS, I'm not going to watch. Right. 2003, World Series, we lose, then we kind of disappear. 
And I had more like, fun again in 09. I'm, I had, you know, the, the recent Celtics incarnation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with Pierce and Garnett. It was wonderful. They won a ring. I, this is a good time to be a Celtics fan. Nobody's looking for us. Nobody mm-hmm. hates us. We have some good scrappy kids and we're rebuilding. Yeah. It's just you can relax. It's fine. I get it. And you got your deflated football here. I do. I brought That's a regulation a Patriots deflated gag. football. Yeah, I thought so. When did you get that T-shirt? Uh, I'll be honest. This is not a very old. Oh, this is a recent because okay. uh, I do have looks very many vintage. vintage older Patriots, yeah. Red Sox, Bruins gear. A lot of it's unwearable. Somewhere I have my Dolphin Zubas pants from '93, uh, mm-hmm. and somewhere those are def- you know distracting what? a pilot from flying a plane. <laughs> what I almost brought was the 1980s satin starter jacket yes. with the uh, Minuteman uh, Pat Patriot logo. The problem was Molina wore it last year when the Patriots lost in the playoffs, so we thought it would be bad mojo bad to break it out. Not bad wearing luck. it, every but I do have some old school gear. But this might be from Target. You Could, can't prove that. N- not the time to get into detail. We'll probably do a separate podcast with you two when I go into. To my mm-hmm. uh, married series of podcasts talking cool. to married couples I know. But baby, how, how old's the baby now? Honey? She is 16 <laughs> weeks old. 16 weeks? 16 weeks. You only get to use the weeks uh, for a little bit longer, huh? I think so. I think yeah. I have to knock that off at six months. I mean, yeah, six months. You got to say six months? Yeah. So other than that, I believe you two, I got to say on the record, had my favorite baby pictures. Number one, I, I love and respect <laughs> that you, uh, well, I don't, I get why other parents do it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I, I get and respect, I love and respect that you guys just radio silent picture wise with a okay. baby That's on, correct, on right. Facebook. We don't want Facebook to own our baby yet. Yet. Yeah, eventually. Sure. Somewhere. But right. I, I kind of like that because uh, you never know what can, those pictures can turn into. It, right. Elsewhere. You never know who's right clicking, and that creeps me out. <laughs> Good way to say it. But uh, then you went and got your professional pictures done over at Sears, and they were the That's most right. realistic, funny, and I would expect nothing less from you two. Um, and especially you, Mike, I've known you for so long. I, I would not expect you to face <laughs> parenthood in any other manner. Correct. But what was the what was the meaning? What was the thought process going into those pictures, other than just to do them? Uh, these were the first photos we did. Um, you know, just she'd been alive for just a couple of weeks, That's and so you got to get him done. So it was going to be all about her. So we just showed up wearing whatever we were wearing. We rolled out of bed, sweats. You know, ten. 10-day shadow for me. Yeah. I hadn't brushed my teeth, and I was wearing pajamas, and yes, I had feces and vomit on my shirt. It was so, legit. It right. was totally And legit. so we just, we were, yeah. the, she wasn't cooperating with the photos, so we said, screw it, can we jump in for one? And we did our own version of American Gothic, where we've got like the woe is me, you know, reverse face palm, and, yeah. and we just look like defeated, and we have a screaming baby. And then she had a diaper blowout, and they grabbed the candid of that of Molina screaming like, <laughs> "Get the diaper bag!" Uh, so we, it was, uh, you know, th- with that photo, we've we've preserved the joys of parenthood. But the most realistic joys, and years from now, uh, you and your your, your child oh, yeah. are going to look back and 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 remember it the right way. I think we'll yeah. get to pull that yeah. one out at like prom, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. her wedding. <laughs> Job interviews? I don't know. First boyfriend, even. First boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And this is my daughter's behind. Yes. See how cute she is? That, that acne right there. Day one, we had pimples. Yes. Always been a good As captured girl. by Sears Photography. Yeah. How, how are you guys doing with it? How, how's it? How's it been? That's wonderful. I hate to piss other moms off. Yeah? It's... There are some ways it is as bad as they make it out to be. Sure. But for the most part, it's easy, man. She yeah. sleeps through the night. Mm-hmm. She took to the boob. Cloth diapers are easy. I love it. I want ten more. I'll take one more. But you see people struggle with it, and it's not yeah. it's not easy. Sure. But we approach it as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. We don't take 
the process or ourselves very seriously. You roll the punches. We were, you know, we, the the smart part, Ken, was um, the first two days Melina was in the hospital. Day three, we stayed at home. Day four, we were out and about. We had to get out to go to an early morning follow up visit, and then while we were out, we stayed out, and yeah. that broke the fear of taking her anywhere. Uh, oh, in a car. So once we were... You, that, you, don't, you don't have that new parent apprehension no, then? No, no. I'm not going anywhere near Brentwood and anywhere else where people don't No, we're going to stay at a Disneyland because sure. that place has the ick Smart. apparently. Yeah. But once we were out, we realized we could stay out. And, um, you know, you do, you do have to impressive. cater and adjust. Yeah. But look, we're here. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We have our yeah. baby. She's in the other room with hey, someone we barely know. I have... Fantastic. I have well, Lou. Uh, <laughs> I have, uh, you know, um, I have uh, uh, people that don't show up because of they, they have a dog. So you guys right. are here with a baby. Yeah, here with the baby. So we got to- coin toss going on. I don't want you to miss that, Mike, because you're such a Patriots fan. Right. Uh, we'll bring you guys back a little bit more. But Ken, thank you. There you Let's go. go. Thank the you, Beatrice Ken. family. <laughs> All right, we got tears. <laughs> Sema cried, but not at the one I thought you were going to cry at, which was the lost dog and the horses fighting off the dire wolf. You cried at the Dove commercial with all the babies playing in the park. Yeah, because they were saying, Dad. That was... <laughs> it's a connection with me and a daughter and, you know, like the father. It's awesome. Are you okay? You recovered? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, I didn't even... I See, I, it slipped under the radar once again. I looked down and suddenly you're bent over, <laughs> curled up in a ball on the couch, crying next to the chili con queso dip. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I was crying. And a whole room full of people. But, but Melina cried too. Yes. But she, of course, is holding a baby. And yeah, but does that does... mean you want a baby now? Obviously, yeah. Everybody yeah. wants, I'm sure, at some point in their life, but not because of that. There's a connection. I see mm-hmm. a connection of, you know, like a daughter and if they're, you know, your father. Right. You make a connection. It's a, you know, emotional connection. It's father-daughter thing. Right. Exactly. Made you miss your family, maybe. You're not going to make me cry. She's still, she's still, <laughs> pa- she's still crying. <laughs> no, I'm not going to uh, cry. Can we expect any more tears from me or do you think that's it? You, you get one cry a game? Hopefully. Okay. I hope not. I don't. I don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> ah. All right. Thank you for sharing your tears. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh we're back. I'm here with Andy. Man. Uh, I, we, we were enjoying your chili con queso, and the Super yeah. Bowl commercial just played, where this kid just at the end of it goes. It I, was so cute, though. <laughs> was, I was. I was. I was really drawn into it. This little kid was just like doing all these really cool, cute little kid things, and all of a sudden he says. I can't. I can't because I died. I died, and it was just like a smack in the face. What? What? What do you? What do you think? It, can we attribute all these heartstrings that they attempt to pull in commercials now? I talked about some one of the other guests early in the show about since nine eleven we've had kind of this pride Super Bowl the the Budweiser horses bowing it tugged at the nation's heartstrings it seems now other people are trying to do that with other things that's what they're doing this year I I, I see a theme of all the commercials this year and yeah. it is like you said they're all pulling at the heartstrings and it's it's not even really about the product anymore it just they just want to produce some kind of emotional connection <laughs> and then all of a sudden you think. Oh, oh yeah, I just feel so, <laughs> oh. so much. I gotta go out and buy myself a new Nissan, or make sure our TV doesn't fall on a kid. Yeah, which, which <laughs> look, is Ow. are serious things. But in the middle of a Super Bowl game, this kid's dying. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. Just give me some laughter. I yeah. want some comedy. That's what I look for you, in a Super Bowl commercial. You want to laugh? You want? I want to laugh. Fun food, friends, I don't and laughter. Wanna, you know what? It's a sports game. <laughs> 
Nobody wants to see a bunch of dudes sitting around a TV crying. We don't cry. We're guys. Oh, that, was, that was a quite a shock, shocking moment. I mean, it actually almost made me cry out of shock. Some is crying at dogs and, and little babies playing in the parks. That kid's dead. I tell you what it is. It's a downfall of the American man. Yeah, I agree. You know, they're, they, they're, they're, they, what's the word for it? They have taken our balls <laughs> and, and deflated, deflated them. them. <laughs> ah, back to the game. <laughs> All right, back uh, here at the uh, Super Bowl segment. The next segment is uh, our uh, l- uh, latest guests coming in, and that is Joey and Meredith Rockenstein. How are you guys doing, the hey. Rockensteins? Good. Great. Yeah, really good. Yeah? Yeah. Joey, you've been on the show a couple times in the early days, back when the microphones were hand-powered. Yes. I, yeah. I, I miss the hand-powered mics. <laughs> you do? Yeah, everything's a little bit too uh, too advanced. You yeah, do? Now, how, how long have you been married days. now? It's been four, four years. years. It's been four years since yeah. that wonderful wedding? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Your guys' wedding is the one in which I hold the standard for food quality. Wow. To all other weddings. It's still talked about. Thank it's you. still talked about by Four many. years. Yeah. You guys are looking damn fine. Look at you both. You're Thanks. a beautiful couple. Thanks. And you brought yeah. some class, Meredith, to the Super Bowl party. You're drinking a mimosa. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't do anything less at the Super Bowl. I mean, come you, on. You are my favorite uh, working together married couple. You produced a web series together, Good Times, right? Which yeah. they can still find on YouTube. Are you guys working on anything Might else have to together? Might dust it off, but I'm sure they can find it somewhere. <laughs> hey, it's out there. Yeah. It's out still there. there. It's, it's still there, there somewhere. Good Times web series. All about the restaurant industry, which I know how you guys uh, uh, probably met through that, right? We didn't actually. Really? Yeah. It I had nothing. It, was all th- it had it was all nothing that. to do with that. I worked with the girl at a restaurant. Oh, some, something to do with it. Right. Yeah. And so then, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Overall. And then I was in Groundlings with her actually. Oh. And so yeah, so she was a mutual. Yeah, exactly. Oh, talk about Groundlings for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how is how is it? We don't. I don't want to get into it here. It's on a Super Bowl podcast. But Joey, how is it taking orders from your wife on set? On set? Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, it worked out pretty well. Yeah? I mean, it wasn't any different than it usually is. So <laughs> I didn't mean to take it into some gender politics type of right. way. I just, I mean, you know, did she get use the opportunity to really kind of lord some things over you, to exert her power? Uh, I would say she was just trying to bring out the most that she could in, in uh, the character I was playing. Yeah. So... No. Was he a good subservient? Meredith? He was. He was very good. <laughs> you guys are going to work on anything else together? Yeah, we're other actually... than like a baby. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One day, one day, one day. Uh, we are working on writing something yeah, together. A little project. I'm fascinated by how that works. I could talk an hour about it. We're going to talk for two minutes here about it. But I'm fascinated because I could never comprehend working on on something alongside someone I love. It just hmm. seems dangerous. But it for can you guys, be. It, it can be. But, uh, yeah, I think it works for us. Yeah. In what way? I mean, we, we wrote, like, uh, on Good Times, we, yeah. would, uh, we would kind of hash out stuff back and forth. Yeah. So. And she would listen to you? It was a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but it's, uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know, it makes sense. You have a partner, a friend. And, and a co-creator, but it also, to me, it's sometimes, I would find it hard to to mix the two. It's like working right. together anyways. It's just like, you know, if you're an office job or something, it might be difficult. Um, but but it seems like you guys you guys pulled it off, on, and, and that's just the first of what you could do. You could accomplish a lot more if you put your powers together like a superhero team. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. our plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be a Hollywood power couple. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah working oh, towards that. <laughs> You're working towards it? Yeah. How's house hunting going in these modern uh, times? 
Yeah, slow down. You gonna you gonna move to like uh, Arizona or something now? Probably. <laughs> the only Probably. place you can buy a house. <laughs> Probably. You can afford to buy a house anywhere but here. Yeah. Anywhere but here. If if you were in Oklahoma, you would guys. We would pay cash. We'd be all cash. We'd, be all cash We'd have this gorgeous, huge house. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a six six room, two sauna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you ha- you're <laughs> stuck here in L.A. living out your creative dreams. Yeah. Just because we want to be in this industry, we have to live here. But it's worth it, though, right? <laughs> it is. It's totally What would worth you be it. doing? Let's play a role-playing game. If you were in uh, Tempe, Arizona right now, uh, what what would you be doing? Would you be like a school teacher? Joey op- open up an auto body shop. Mm. Mm, that's fireman? interesting. Fireman. Uh, fireman. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I th- she's she. Meredith is right now picturing you in fire turnout gear. Totally am. With your shirt off and just some of those straps. You should probably leave the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, my bed here in the studio has been used for a baby changing earlier today, so oh. maybe I'll give it up for other things too. It's been that kind of a Super Bowl party. That's right. A diaper change has taken place. Um, Joey, you're, you're not a huge sports guy, right? I can't. I mean, I think I used to be. Right. And so then uh, just maturity set in. I, I just lost interest. I used to be a huge Lakers fan. Yeah. Uh, back when the Magic Johnson, you know, days. When Showtime. It was actually, yeah. yeah. When it was actually a team, and then all the other guys just came on board. And now I feel that everybody's just out to get a paycheck, and there's no real team aspect in it anymore oh, damn you're an old man now you're so. like me you're like me though so, yeah i mean I'm, I'm probably the only person in la who says that kobe bryant was the worst pick that the lakers could have gotten ever oh, oh, oh. i'll go on record for saying on that. record not just like i get his contract he just signed like that three year no, 24 they, million dollar contract whatever getting him in general like this should have when he was like a teenager yeah that was the what worst why thing. why because i'm he, not disagreeing but why i just don't he's not a the team player he's not uh Clearly. he's all about himself Clearly. Yeah. So Kobe about Kobe. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was a little bit about Michael Jordan, but he also kind of played well, played ball with others. You think? Yeah, I would say so. I, I don't know. I, I think Jordan just had a little bit more of a – he like knew where his other teammates were, and he was able to incorporate them in his game. In his goals. In his game. Yeah. Whereas Kobe was just like, yeah, I'm just going to shoot. I agree with that. We'll have more on Sports Talk Radio. No. Um, <laughs> What? Traffic up next. Traffic up next. <laughs> Meredith with the fashion of the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Meredith, uh, we mentioned it, I think, when you, Joey, came on uh, on the show before, early in the early days, uh, how ferocious of a tennis player By the player way, those early are. days, it was uh, a half hour. It was a half set. hour. Right. Yeah, now the an show's hour. like an hour, yeah. hour and a half sometimes. <laughs> wow. So that's why I want to, I'm going to be doing, and I mentioned it on the show, off and on air when you were on, Joey, that I'm going to be doing a series of me interviewing my married friends. Uh, and you guys are on that list. Cool. Uh, short list. But uh, Meredith, where did you gain your ferocious tennis playing I'm skills? Sorry. It all started with my parents, actually. Really? They were both tennis players, and they started me early. And they handed me a tennis racket when I was two years old. Or even earlier. Yeah, I think two. And I literally just um, just hit the ground with the tennis racket. <laughs> and they were really upset. They were like, no, why don't you just have that natural skill? And then I hit balls against the garage right. and then just started playing regularly. And Good I enough. actually gave it up for a while because my dad was too hard on me. Yeah. And so I played, I played competitively when I was in like junior high, high school. 
So you could have like gone on and been at the Australian Open and all that kind of stuff. I really put my mind to it. But, but you you backed off. I chose the arts. The arts, <laughs> the arts over sports. But wh- at what point did the uh, anger on the court factor into your life? You are tough. T- I played against you like once. You're like growling, grunting. I think you threw a racket at Lou. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. You're ferocious. You're like this little bunny that goes and attacks John Cleese. You're like... (laughs) I'd play that in a movie. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've always been competitive, and I think that's just my intimidation skills at work. Joey, are you competitive? You're just such a nice... You're like me. You're a nice, quiet guy. Yeah, but I'm, I think but I'm quietly competitive. Quietly competitive? Yeah. So if I was to right now pull down my Star Wars Monopoly game set and set it up... And set you guys against each other, it might get pretty ugly. It I think could. from the get-go, I mean, right from when we're picking our symbols, I mean... From the start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'd right, be right fighting over which one. Car or Iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or Wookiee or Walker, I think that game has. <laughs> um, yeah, that's got to be... that. But that factors back into my original series question about putting peace in, you know, two people in the arts in a marriage... Right. It can sometimes get competitive. You guys have seemed to have worked through that and want to work together as a team, which is a valuable effort. Yes. You know, valuable I mean, we were even cause. in a, a sketch show at the I.O. together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that was... Sketch show. That's the crazy make-em-ups? Is that crazy <laughs> make-em-ups over at the I.O.? <laughs> it was the make-em-ups that were on paper. The, oh, the yeah. paper make-em-ups. Yeah, the paper make-em-ups. I've done some paper make-em-ups. I've done, I've, done some, I've done some regular make-em-ups, too. <laughs> We've done both and, kinds uh, as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say this about Meredith. Yeah. She got the biggest compliment from the head of the I.O., from Sharna herself... Oh yeah, and, and what Mrs. Make 'em Up. Yeah, Mrs. Make 'em Up. Yeah, <laughs> what did she say? What did she? It was it was the first show of she our was in the new main sketch, stage show. sketch show. Okay, and she came backstage and she told everyone to do it like I did it because I was very believable and I was fully committed to yeah. what I was doing. Okay, that was nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sharna, did you put that okay. on your resume? I'm going to. You That's put that a good whole point. quote that I'm going to. on your resume. <laughs> from Sharna. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to the Super Bowl here. Uh, have you tried some of the food yet or just busy with your champagne? Busy with the champagne. Did you start. just whip up that mimosa or did you make Lou do it? I did it. Nice. Yeah. Lou gave me the ingredients, but yeah, did you, did you I bring put it the together. Sh- wait, did you bring the champagne? No, have- he had it. So wait, so you wait a second. You show up to a Super Bowl party yeah. and you say, anyone have champagne for a mimosa? Close, but no. Lou, Lou actually offered it. He's like, I really want to open this bottle of champagne. Do you oh, want some? And I was okay. like, I love champagne. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were on the way. You're like telling Joey, if they don't have champagne, we're turning around and going home. Well, I did say that, okay. but luckily you had it. She's like, so. we're not bringing, we didn't bring anything to drink. I'm like, they have champagne, I'm sure. I mean, it's, a super, it's a Super Bowl party, right? It's a Santini Super right. Bowl party. All right, we're going we're gonna to bring you guys back soon for our full-on Napsuck Files. We'll arrange schedules. You guys have both busy schedules like I do, but we're going to hash it out. I'm I want to spend a good hour, hour and a half talking with you guys all about your marriage and how okay. it's 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 uh, something that I need to aspire to, right? To Absolutely. Grow up. We'll yes. bring the album. Okay. Uh, show bring... the pictures that you're in. Oh yeah, from the yeah. wedding. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that lobster and steak. Right. We'll bring that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good, Joey <laughs> Meredith. Thank you for stopping by the Super Bowl Party Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're here uh, back. Just finished uh, the halftime show, and I decided to bring in uh, producer and writer Scott Tommaso yeah. back on. Um, but did Sema recover from her crying yet? I, you know, it's funny. I, I missed the last part where she came in and, and she did a follow up with you, but I, yeah. I saw her leaving in tears again. So, <laughs> she, well, uh, that just might have been uh, a woman in my room. That just naturally well, happens, married or not. It happens. You better put like a drum hit on that. That was pretty good. 
Hey, she's she's recovered. Yes, she's recovered. So, Scott, I wanted to break down the Super Bowl halftime show, the Pepsi halftime show featuring uh, uh, Katy Perry and Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Yeah, that's right. Uh, What were your takes from that uh, halftime? I will I will say this. Mm -hmm. I've seen many a Super Super Bowl halftime show, Mm -hmm. and I will say this: it did not suck. I would agree with that. Yeah, it did not suck. So in that in that part of it, I'm I'm actually okay with it. It was okay. It was all right. Now I I unironically like Katy Perry as a yeah. performer. I will say is she is she a you know she is what she, she is. is she is what she is. But uh, I can I wake it up in Vegas is actually one of my favorite songs. I actually legitimately like that pop song. Um, I have the slightest idea what you're talking uh, we'll, about. Right we'll, ride, we'll ride in my Camry and I'll bring it up. <laughs> got all it. Right? Got it. Um, but you know she brought some energy. And what yeah. about that? Talk about that large lion she was riding at the beginning. That was pretty kick ass though. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I'm going to lose my man card talking about no, Katy no. Perry being awesome. Didn't, didn't that always? Be... Didn't that always commercial teach you anything? Well, that... there's no such things as man cards throwing good... like a girl. That's We're true. all here together. That's We're all a... here together. That is a good point. <laughs> the lion was actually pretty cool. I actually dug the whole lion thing. Pretty good visual. I thought that that was pretty amazing coming out. I was like, okay, what the hell's happening here? Did that remind you of an episode of like Thundercats or maybe Voltron? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> At first, I thought I maybe had had one too many beers, but yes, right. that was well, that very. Maybe. That's probably the case too. <laughs> that was very cool. I thought they did a very good job with that. I, yeah, it was it was good. And then good. Uh, the surprise appearance of uh, Missy Elliott. I think it was yes. billed actually, but but for for us in the room, it was like a surprise appearance. What did you think about that? I thought for some reason that she was gunned down in New York sometime uh, years ago. Really, you thought she was a? a was, I didn't know she Coast, was even East still alive. Battle? <laughs> I didn't even know she was still alive. She she killed it. She did. She killed it. She I got, loved it. She got that old school pop. Totally. That's what happens when you kind of you hit big and you kind of fade away, move on, and then you come back strong. It wasn't a sympathy cheer. It was she came back strong. Oh, she did. Is she coming back now? Is that what that means? Yes, that is maybe. she coming back? Maybe she's cutting a new album or something like I that. I don't know. know. I haven't heard from Missy Elliott in years. And she looks good. She, I know over the years looks she's great. lost a lot of weight. Yeah. She got the hair extensions in. Girl was working it. Yeah. Somebody was Said talking about. <laughs> Somebody was saying out there, does she is she in NASCAR now? She had a whole pit crew out there. <laughs> Beatrice, Mike Beatrice, that was, asking, you know, that, was that her pit crew? That was pretty funny. But that then, then funny. Katy Perry ends it uh, with some classics. Yeah, uh, I love California Girls. So she brought that out. She did. W- would you write home if you got booked, my uh, Scott, as a dancer, mm. and you got booked to be a palm tree or a no. shark furry? Would no. you tell your folks? No, no. <laughs> I couldn't understand what was happening there. It was like but a they did, they had the moving trip from I, Disney. Seriously, I felt really bad for the sharks, especially the palm trees. You know, you just see their mouths moving a little yeah. bit. Whatever. What if you were a beach ball? Be oh, proud of that. God, these are really hardcore questions you're asking. I me dig here. deep here on the Nefsuk files. Uh, would I be proud of it? No. Yeah. But, no. You know, I, at yeah. least I would say I got to see the Super Bowl firsthand. You're dancing so. the Super Bowl behind Katy Perry. Yeah, but it was um, a giant ball behind yeah, who's, Katy Perry. Who's kind of a local girl. She's Santa Barbara, a yeah, couple no. hours away here, yeah. close to my hometown of Pismo. Yeah. Um, so she's making it big, and then she closes out strong, and she rides on a the more you know uh, a star <laughs> exactly. rainbow, and she rides <laughs> off into the sunset. Uh, would you? I couldn't have done that. I tell you what, she's got balls. For a, Hope, well, well hopefully not. you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's got a lot more guts than I think guts, probably yeah. most people in this uh, in this room 
Well, that yeah. would be you and I. But well, in this house, she, watching in this house for sure. Yes, that was pretty amazing. She's she's an entertainer. What, what are you going to expect? I mean, you you don't expect anything less. Than I that. give Katy Perry a lot of props. She did a for great job coming on there and climbing up on that little uh, lightning bolt rainbow star comet yes. and sailing off over a crowd of people and still singing. Whether it was lip sync or not, I don't care. She's still up there doing it. Yeah, I think half of it was lip synced, half of it was live. She did a really good job. My question to you is: yeah. Did you? Like yeah, the halftime show. What did you think? About I it? did. You know, uh, it, it, nothing's ever for me going to top U two in two thousand two, following nine eleven and, yeah. and the names, and nothing can top that one. But here yeah. you got Katy Perry, you got Lenny Kravitz coming oh, yeah. out, and uh, this you know, for for a nineties rock uh, DJ like me, seeing Kravitz up there is good. That's right, kids. He wasn't just uh, the fashion designer in Hunger Games. <laughs> he he is a uh, certified uh, rock god from the nineties. So he comes out. He kind of nails it yep. and, and gives Katie some cred with maybe the males in the audience because, unfortunately, that's kind of needed. Um, it was I Kissed a Girl. It was, it was, I, was kissed singing, a girl. I Kissed a Girl, and he liked it, right, which, right. Is, which is great. Coming sure he's from done him, that a few I times. Guess, yeah. um, and then Katie Perry, I thought she delivered with some confidence, some panache, some great visuals, the, the, the lion and uh, the, the, the comet. Yep. And then and Missy Elliott bringing it back, a little old school vibe for us old folks. Yeah, it was good. That was kind of our college years. One out of ten. What do you give it? I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. Ooh, that's good. It was better than uh, some of the ones in the past. I don't remember the last few. And um, I, I, the, one of the – Aerosmith, Britney Spears, and Timberlake years ago. Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Yeah. Boobgate, all that stuff. Nah, yeah. this this one was simple. It got in. It got out. Yeah, I agree with you. Seven's a, seven's a good number. I think I would, I, that I would go with 7. That's yeah. the halftime break – half uh, Pepsi halftime breakdown that's with right. Ken Napsok and Scott Tommaso. More on the Super Bowl after this. Can you tell me when you're going to start recording? I, I just started recording. Okay, or what are we talking about? We're just going to talk about life, the universe, and everything. That's what we do here on this show, the Napsack Files, but we're doing the Super Bowl party. And, I, and uh, Basana, I know you, but I don't know you know you. But Norma, I don't know you from anyone other than you're in my room with one of my hats on. For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> and you won't even look at me while you're talking. What's go- Okay, what brings two uh, very uh, wonderful modern women out to a Super Bowl party? Is it the men on the screen, or do you like the lazy men watching the game? Both. I, I like the lazy men watching the game. You, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about football, so don't ask me any questions about football. So you're football. here for the event? I'm here for the event, and because Lou is such a, an amazing comedian. Mm-hmm. Let's not get him too pumped up in his ego well i'm sure he's not gonna hear this right oh you know i'll I'll replay the key parts for him yeah you can edit that part out i won't edit a damn thing (laughs) are you allowed to swear on podcasts on podcasts in general it's it's there's no international podcast rules oh so i can really just just talk like a trucker you can do whatever you want perfect to do so basana you've known uh our hosts for 25 years or some weird number because you listen to him on the radio uh you what brings you to this super bowl party the fact that I really don't care about either team and I figured it would be something fun to do and watch the game rather than just go, mm. So has it been fun thus far? Yeah. What's your favorite food item of the day then? Is there a highlight? The cheese dip that comes in the crock pot. The you, queso. You're talking about Andy's yes, chili con right. queso. That's right. We talked, we talked to Andy for 10 minutes about him making that. Do you know the secret ingredient? Can you say what the secret he ingredient is? He told me. Is? Oh. Velvita. <laughs> what is the name of this show again? My show? Yeah. This is the Knapsack Files. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
So, Norma, you don't know any of us in the room other than Bassana. Who uh, I know Lou. You know Lou. Well, uh, well, not in the room. I don't think you know him that well because you call him a great comic. So um, he's funny. Have you heard his Radio Shack? I, I, you want to know the truth about that? You want his Radio Shack joke yeah. is the best one. Yeah, I, okay. I constantly request okay. that. I can be gone for three years and come back and say, Lou, are you? I'm going to tell you a little trivia question about that. Do you know who co-wrote that joke with him? You did. I did. Yes. We were sitting at Timmy Nolan's looking across the street at the Radio Shack, and I was like, why is Radio Shack still In Toluca Lake. In Toluca Lake. I know. I know the story. And and that's how the radio, and he said, I wasn't doing stand-up at the time. He said, I want to use that. I said, it's all yours. I did not know yeah, that. True story. How do you not know that story? And I do. Yes, Radio Shack is still there. You don't go to Toluca Lake anymore? I went to Timmy Nolan's just recently. Oh, okay. How how drunk did you get to miss yeah. the Radio Shack on the other side? <laughs> so um, so you, Norma's not a football fan, but you're here just for to watch the lazy men watch football. I am. Or the spectacle. I, I grew up with four brothers, and when I left home, I realized I never have to watch sports ever again. But and, you're here now. But I'm here now for the lazy men and the event. You know, I grew up in a family of uh, 49er and Raider fans. Oh, that sounds like death to me. Mm. I was like yeah. death to me. You don't, but you don't. You don't watch sports. You don't. You don't have a dog in this fight. You don't have a team you follow. I don't. Do you have any any players that you follow? Nope. Not even like Tom, pretty but, boy Tom Brady. Brady. But He's hot. she I pointed can't. out some really cute white guy. I was like, for a white guy, yeah, that guy's that's <laughs> for a white guy. guy. Yeah, he was good hot. to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It was, pretty hot. it was Tom Brady. It was, was it Tom? Was yeah. Oh, was it Tom Brady? Okay. It was Tom Brady. So, mm. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to buy all into Tom Brady, but yeah. So don't, for don't, he, he was. Yeah. You're not going to go the Giselle route. Yeah, and just I'm not go gonna, all in. Yes, go exactly. all in. There might be a lazy guy here that's probably better than Tom Brady. Man, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I might not be stretching the, it up. I don't know. Not in the pocketbook. Look at all your books that you have. Yeah, look at the books. Talk wow. about the books. Do any of those books uh, intrigue you? How to be good. Yeah. Nick Hornby. Did you read every single one I've of read those? pretty much every book in that thing. Wow. The one uh, that, that's out there about uh, George Custer's Last Stand, I have, haven't read yet. Oh, the one my drink is blocking. Yeah. Oh, well, you, no, your drink's doing Well, you're also in front of the Yankee years. I've read that. Doc Holliday, read that. You did not read Love Actually. That's the screenplay to Love Actually. Yeah, I have read that, and I, I own the movie over there on the DVD rack. <laughs> I love Love Actually. And you love Serendipity. I love Serendipity. Last time I saw you, you had just watched it, as yeah. had I. Yes. That's what your Serendipity is. <laughs> it's a look, it is a very bad movie, to be sure, but it's a great movie. It's a great so do you movie. do this show every week in your room? No, no, I have a studio I do it in. Oh, okay. So this, next, do we get to go to the studio next time? Yeah, you know where the studio is? No. It's the I, bar out there <laughs> in, the, in the living room. The that's, one where the kitchen table should yeah, be? Yeah, that's, yeah, there's no kitchen table. <laughs> I noticed that when I came in. I said, they, they have a, did I not say that to you? There's they no, have a bar there, and not a kitchen table. There's two single men in this apartment. I, I, there's no woman to guide us there, in the right direction. That was clear as soon as I walked in, yes. <laughs> And if you now, let me ask you this. now, Norman, you don't know me from anything. We met today at the Super Bowl party. Basana knows me a little bit, but when you walk into this room and you look at the books and the toys and everything on the shelves, guess yeah. my age. You're not gonna make me do that, are you? Yeah, guess my age. Uh, in your mind, you're about 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really 38. Yep, yep, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. Is this a? Should I do the 40 year old virgin thing and just take them all down? I just want everyone to know that's a fan of this gentleman. He's got weights right in front of the table. Yeah. 
and, Read the room out. Um, this is great. Yeah, this is great. You... Hey, he is neat, though. So for the women who need a guy who is clean, this guy's clean. Clean? Thank you. Yeah, he's Thank very you. clean. He's very neat. But, but there's a lot of toys and movies and weights. <laughs> yeah, it's just like being in my high school boyfriend's yeah, that's, bedroom. That's pretty, exa- that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty accurate. Back to the 19 she mentioned yeah. a few minutes ago. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> right. Wait, 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 in high school you were dating a guy who was 19? Scandalous. <laughs> Scandalous. Bassana, you know me a little bit, but when you walk into this room, what do you think? This is a good test. It's a good test for my listening audience. Well, I saw the Rowdy Roddy Piper. You, Yeah. Action doll thing. Action and figure? Yes. It's an action figure? Yeah, okay. Figure. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I stand corrected. Figure. Yeah, don't screw it up. Yeah. And I recalled there being some wrestling or some In my past, sort yeah. Of yeah, and, and my future. Not yeah. so recent. I mean, not so distant past, right? Yeah, yeah. 2010 is when I was in a, uh, in a match with, uh, involved in a match with Roddy Piper, but it's been a while. But yeah, uh, close shop 2014 on that. But we're, we're going to come back with some more wrestling. But what about what about the Legos, the Star Wars Legos and the, and the Lord of Rings Legos? And the Game of Thrones maps. Does, does that cause... Wait, can I just point out yeah. Yeah. this behind you? Yeah. That's hanging on the doorknob. Those are really important. Laminates? Those, those, yeah. are, those are my press credentials uh-huh. from yes. Comic Cons. I, I see that. WonderCon, wrestling conventions. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, and then important. four good belts. And four, well, <laughs> to be honest with you, those belts up there are shit. <laughs> The only good one I have on right now. I think I need to get rid of three of those belts. The fourth one up there is a work belt, so I got it. But you got you got one of my hats on. Now, what made you choose the plain blue hat as opposed to the nice yeah. Star Wars hat up there? Navy, not blue. Navy blue. And it matches right. my sweater. It does kind of match your sweater. Yes. You look good. You look. You're you're Thank about to record a rap album right here in this in this get up here on yeah, this microphone. I'm She'd like it. to. I she would. She'd yeah. like you're to. starting to feel it. You're yeah. Let's speaking of that. I don't want to. I don't want to taint have like a sexist question. But I got two um, great modern women here. How did you view the halftime show with Katy Perry? We How did you Katie take Perry. it? I like Katy Perry. I do too. Yeah. Unironically, I like Katy Perry. <laughs> she's she's pretty. I love her yeah. outfit. She's over the top. I like her songs. They're freaking catchy. I can't help Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Waking They're Up on, in Vegas is one oh, of my favorites. Right? Yeah. Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just nothing to not like about her. I like her. Okay. I like her. It, not enough Lenny Kravitz time, though, I got to say. Kravitz? He was just a Missy flesh Elliott. in the pan. Uh, Missy Elliott. Um, she's Missy okay. Elliott stole the show from She did Katie. steal the show. Hmm. But what about that walking lion? That kind of stole the show. That no? mechanical thing? Yeah. It was a lion? Or whatever it was. I know. I don't it's know. It's like a Voltron robot or something. I don't <laughs> I know. I wasn't a fan of hers until Basana pointed out during halftime that her dad is a preacher preacher from Santa Barbara yeah yeah Yeah. right right. now I like her she's an old church girl yeah yeah Yeah. that's right then she started kissing girls and singing songs about it and she made millions of dollars I'm on board now there you go (laughs) on all things there All right. well uh, I'm going to let you get back to the game but I want to thank you so much for coming in here giving an honest take on my room and all my toys and books I now I know next time we better do this in the real studio She's got demands. If you can get the cheese dip off the studio, I'll move all my stuff out there. All right, we'll be back with more on the Knapsack Files Super Bowl Party Show. All right, we're here with uh, Super Bowl winning fan Mike Beatrice, a lifelong Patriots fan. I don't know many people get to experience the joy of their team winning the Super Bowl, but I, I want, I'm going to be Michelle Tafoya here and Aaron Andrews. Take me through this. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm relieved. Uh, yeah. Ken, I got to tell you, I didn't, I didn't 
think I cared that much about the game <laughs> until there was like 20 minutes left, and I couldn't believe yeah. we were losing this game. And then uh, we had our, you know, uh, our Tom Brady doing his thing that drive, yeah. but too much time on the clock, and uh, you know, Seattle was going to win. I'm conflicted. I don't feel good. I feel dirty. <laughs> like I'm glad we won. I'm relieved. I'll sleep well tonight. But Seattle, what was that play call? That was that was, uh, and I can make all the jokes I want about uh, it being fixed and everything. But you can't fix that pass and that catch. No, that was an amazing, uh, perhaps the greatest catch in the history of Super Bowl. Put you on the five yard line, and I said, everyone was room cheering. I said they haven't scored yet. Right, right. And Wilson makes that call, or Carroll makes someone makes that call right. that puts the ball over the middle of the field. Everybody thought. I mean, there's n- yes, you have to score. And, mm-hmm. and clearly, you're right, the game wasn't over, but everybody in the world watching that game thought they're going to score. Right. What was nice, though, what is poetic, yeah. the the defender, Butler, who gave up the bounce-crazy catch, yeah. he's the one that intercepted, intercepted. It on the goal line. So that's a little storybook ending right, there. Nice for him, but yeah. dude, I think, I think Carroll, that's the kind of play that loses you your job and loses you your team. Yeah, you think it's a, I mean, two Super Bowls in a row, probably not going to happen, but at the same time, that is one of those play calls if it comes out that he put that call in. Yeah. But I think I heard you say out there in the room, what if Wilson called an audible? What if that would have been changed? a great storyline if yeah. Wilson just audibled and ran it in and that's the game. Yeah. I will tell you, Seattle, I don't think enjoys New England or the Patriots that much, but I like <laughs> Seattle. I think they have a great team. Yeah. Uh, it's a great sports town, and I, I actually really feel bad for them. But I think we won. We get to wrap up our dynasty and go home and take a knee for a few years. Seattle, I hope you become the new reigning champs next year. I hope you go on a run. I hope you have a great time. This is what you wanted before the show, That's what I before said. the Super Bowl started. Yep. You, you, you're good for the next 10 years, I'm, right? With this win, it's a good fitting into the Brady-Belichick combo, the dynasty. We can take like 10 years off. What's the total now for the Patriots? Five? Uh, or is this six? No, four. They've four, won four, four out of six now. Steelers, two Cowboys losses. up at six, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll ask Lou out there. I'm yeah. sure he's still holding up his Pittsburgh Steelers yes, football. He is. So there you go. You can go on to the important things like raising your child. Oh, crap. Where's my child? We're going to wrap up with the host of the party himself, the man who put it on. Well, as I said earlier, it wasn't so much a, 20 or over as a party, 20 or under as under a gathering, regardless, Super Bowl party with Lou Santini. How do you feel, sir, first of all, about your party that you hosted? Well, that's the thing. I say when my Steelers are in the Super Bowl, it is a party. There could be two people. As long oh. as the Steelers are in the Super Bowl, that's a party. Gotcha. But if my team is not in the Super Bowl, I could have 100 people, still a gathering. How many, how many trophies of Steelers guy. Six. It's still six. Are yep. they tied with the Cowboys? Uh, this is Patriots' fourth. Fourth. Uh, out of, Patriots' fourth uh, win out of seven tries. Steelers' six out of eight. I want to say Dallas is five out of seven. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, because you're your friend. I bring that up because next year for the 50th, my, my friend Sean Phillips in, uh, in Vegas and I are writing the script that we're going to pitch the NFL that Steelers-Packers for the 50th Super Bowl. We, we, we think it'll be a good one. And I also found out through the people here at the gathering that yeah. they will not be using Roman numerals for the 50th. I heard that, Because too. it'd just be the letter L, and who wants the big <laughs> letter L on their <laughs> on the big L on their forehead? You know, WWE is going to stop using numbers with WrestleMania, too. They don't want the Roman numerals attached to it past 31 now. Uh, so there'll be no numbers? Yeah, yeah. Like WrestleMania Santa Clara, WrestleMania Dallas. Like, that'll be. So, I don't yeah, know. Santa Clara, that's just terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ominous. Anyways, I got certain. So do you feel you... you, you 
get, put the call out. You got the people here. You got a lot of food and snacks. The, the Mini Most Tavern Bar was was wide open uh, yes. in play. How do you feel as a party host? Uh, I feel it was a huge success. I had, some people had some problem working the actual built-in bottle opener on the side had, of Mini Most Tavern. How hard no is that? With it. I don't know. It was a little slippery. Yeah, well, I think because. it's because people the people with the problem with it were using the Stella. Beers yes. and they use that stupid paper wrap around That's the lid. All the other lids were working just fine. Easy to go, easy yes. to go. But other than that, a huge success. People yeah. took some leftovers home. We had just the right <laughs> amount of food. A lot of cholesterol. I, I have a lot of my macaroni potato salad thing <laughs> left. I, I was the only one who ate it. Well, because we're all not 100. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni potato salad. We got chips. I got wings. Where, had, let's run down the menu. There, a variety of <laughs> chips, including sriracha chips, barbecue yeah. chips, regular, uh, tortilla chips, salsa. One guy brought homemade queso. We, Andy, we, had, we oh. interviewed him on this chili con queso. Oh, that was yeah. muy bueno. He left us a lot, by Yes, the way. And, and, then, and I had uh, honey uh, wings and... And spicy wings, vegetable plates, cupcakes with Seattle and Patriots icings, and Ken brings potato salad. Potato <laughs> so salad. later we're going to play bridge and canasta. <laughs> Asshole. Hey, I want to ask you about the cupcakes you bought, though, because it turned, you don't watch Game of Thrones that detailed, but it was like the, uh, there's uh, these wizards in, in the town of Carth, uh, they drink this uh, juice that turns their mouth bright purple, oh. and your cupcakes turned everyone's mouth blue or green. <laughs> I did not realize there was the Game of Thrones connection in there. I just, well, I, I just I looked at icing, and I'm like, okay, I've just, I, I eat the Seattle Seahawks icing, and mm-hmm. uh, the cupcakes, and I figured that would do it. <laughs> we all looked like we uh, made out with Smurfs. There. So can we talk about the fix? Yeah, let's talk about the fix. And the ri- NFL writers room? Yeah, I joke about it. Now look, as I just said with Mike Beatrice in the previous segment, I don't think you can fix that catch. No. And I don't think the NFL is scripted out to that point. I just think it's guided. I think it's guided to uh, make the be- business of the NFL better. I, I can't tell you which coach I saw on ESPN. They said, when you hand off the ball, only one bad thing can happen, a fumble. Yeah. When you pass the ball, three bad things can happen, a fumble, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, a knockdown, or an interception. Did Bino Cook say that? I, <laughs> I mean, you're three yards out. It's yeah. first down. You run for a yard. Second down, run for yard. Third down, run for, for yard. yard. Touchdown. touchdown. You're in. The, you're, you're in. in the Super and Marshawn Lynch because he's not that good. Yeah, he's not yeah. a tough. And, mid- and I'm sorry, but you know what that is? That is Pete Carroll's massive ego. That is. He his has ego. to win it on the first down and a passing thing, you know. And frankly, had they gotten in, that's 35 seconds or whatever's left. Yeah, you that don't want to give to Brady. Yeah, yeah, don't give it to Brady with 35 seconds left. So the call was weird. It was dumb. It and, was really weird. In backyard football, I would not have said, Ken, you're 10 feet away from me. You're so close, I can almost. Almost handed to you. Go long. Carroll has that flashy ego. He likes doing that. And I think he thought, and you'll agree, I think he thought it was college football where there's no defense. Right. And this is you why know? I do not follow college, or as you call it, after school football. <laughs> after school sports. Accurately. After school sports. College is practice for the re- a real job you want. <laughs> um, and But, uh, yeah, look, do I seriously think the NFL is fixed to the point that there's a writer's room like I joke? No, not necessarily. But I am convinced that there's some shenanigans that do go on. And some hooey. And some hooey. <laughs> and, 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 and you you better savvy. So let's talk about the halftime show. Okay, I want to I wanna get – now, I, I will admit – I unironically like Katy Perry to a point. I like looking at her. I like looking at her. Some of her songs are catchy. In terms of pop princesses go, 
but I hate halftime shows. Yes. I, the Simpsons had the best one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm from around <laughs> right for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Um, so, yeah, take me through the halftime All show. All right. So, again, Katy Perry, nice to look at. And she's one of those people like, I agree. She has good vocal strength. I just loathe the lyrics and music sure. she writes. And yeah. not that I'm against it. And not that there's anything wrong with that. But she's saying, I kissed a girl. Then she brought out Missy Elliott. So it's like yeah. a lesbian-themed uh, halftime show, yeah. which, hey, bring it on. But uh, And then they brought Lenny Kravitz, and I find that ironic that yeah. I think I heard something about Lenny Kravitz being in there. I didn't know anything about Missy Elliott coming in for halftime. I, I, had, heard, I had heard that. I had heard that. Well, uh, I'm sorry, Kravitz but was a surprise to me. As cool as it was to see Katy Perry riding in that giant MGM lion that's in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> but you admit it somewhat was cool, right? The lion was cool. Was I just don't – look, you know, yeah. I'd rather see – you know, I don't know, Lita Ford on top of that. <laughs> so, I just once, by definition, football is like, not yay. And I just don't like pop music in my halftime know. shows. I want hard rock, metal, or even like ballsy country. Okay, your dream halftime show, you can book three bands. Who you got? Slayer, Wasp, Metallica. There you go. <laughs> Did you notice the pause in my there voice? No and pause. then you cut to the audience and people the look of astonishment on their faces with their mouths open. Just like, <laughs> I will, I'll agree to that as long as Lars can ride a lion, and uh, James Hetfield can ride one of those comets that Katy Perry was. Well, on. That, uh, there's been when when uh, when James Hetfield had long hair, he had looked like the cowardly lion back in the day when mm-hmm. on, on the first couple albums. That could have worked. But, and then Missy yeah. Elliott, I thought she just, I thought she stole everyone's thunder. Hey, yeah, yeah, Le- legitimately. I thought she stole her thunder. I mean, she's just the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, and then what was the weird thing with like the little. High school the, the play sharks. with the sharks and the cardboard yeah. waves. All of a sudden, it went from high tech to zero tech. We were talking with Scott during the post the breakdown of that segment, Tommaso, and I, I said, "Would you tell uh, your family that you got cast as the shark or the palm tree?" <laughs> and he said he wouldn't. Worse yet, would you tell your family that you lost the audition as the palm tree in the Super Bowl? You weren't good enough to be the to palm the tree. Beach bowl. <laughs> you put on your resume, palm tree, Super so, Bowl director. But, uh, you know, we got to have those the halftime shows. I guess you got to have them. I don't know why. I don't know why you have them. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, don't I understand they have to have a halftime show, but why does it have to be like, hey, kids, let's have a family fun day? <laughs> and then they try to do it family fun by getting pay- Katy Perry, and then you got Missy Elliott, like, shaking her crotch and, you know, yeah. lose control and letting Kravitz in his skin-tight pants. I'm like, pick a lane and drive in it. But the, the, I, I guess back in the day with Timberlake and the Janet Jackson, the nipples and all that stuff, that, that was a little bit of an attempt to adult it up and I guess look what happened. America revolted. I, well, I, out of I don't all the years why. I could have used a nipple slip, this is the year. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the year I could have used yeah, the nipple slip and not Missy Elliott by any means. Oh, okay. I mean Katy Perry's. Oh, I was thinking crap. <laughs> but uh, are you going to go? Yeah, Missy's been, she's been on the sidelines for a while. I haven't seen her. She comes back with a big She produces more now than she actually hey, well, but she lost, she lost some weight, gained it back and lost even more weight now. She's she only four eleven. Yeah, she's four ten, four eleven. At one time, she weighed two thirty five. At four eleven, four eleven. Wow, that's like King Kong Bundy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm five ten. I don't weigh two thirty five. <laughs> so, and then she dropped. I think eighty pounds, gained it back, and then now she's. And I think she's at her lightest ever. But she still doesn't but rest to I show think, anything off. I think you're right, though. Now, look, I think Katy Perry's got some performance chops, uh, whether you like her or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But but Missy Elliott, y- y- she is kind of a – nowadays, you can consider her kind of a legend of the scene back in the 90s. And so she kind of, she she had some – you could tell the difference Yeah, with a, with someone who knows what they're doing. Confidence you know? and, you know, as a, a true performer. It. Where uh, Missy Elliott is, uh, for lack of a word, homegrown and self-made. Yeah, yeah. She's a self-made rapper, singer, producer, dancer. She does everything on 
on her own, whereas Katy Perry is what we is working yeah. in radio before corporate rock. Corporate rock. We yeah, need a pretty girl, sense. white girl. Here's with the height, weight, bra. We need. Yeah, we need looks to cast like this. We much like a, the NFL needs to cast. Yeah, the Super exactly. Bowl. That's a nice little bookend on it that. It is a little bookend. That's so nice. we had the Super Bowl gathering here, Super Bowl Forty Nine. Now we're going to go play some buzz trivia, where Lou and I and Scott Tomasso will defeat everyone else in the house in useless trivia. So for uh, the, the entire gang who was so uh, uh, open on my show, some who didn't even know me, uh, got my room analyzed, <laughs> got, a, got a lot of things going on here, and some secrets to some chili con case. I want to thank them all. This has been the Knapsack Files. You can find us on iTunes, subscribe, rate and review on Stitcher as well. Find me on Twitter, at Ken Knapsack. And we will see you at the next Super Bowl party, the big 50th. I'm pitching my script to the NFL now.